Crawford when he dribbling. Knowing when I get in my groove, I'ma shake ya. Hope the ankles ain't like Steph, so I'ma break them. This is that lip rip cook cut, mayor, mayor. Words that'll knock your socks off, that's what I'm saying. Knowing that you nice at what you do, but feet frozen. Love for it won't go away, feel like you chosen. This ain't no spur the moment, DeMar DeRozan. You been on your wave long time like the ocean. Time just keep on ticking, feel like you closed in. But you gain that strength from God to keep going. You tell yourself your time coming, so just relax. But don't nobody see that gorilla that's on your back. A leader of the pack, but you be sitting in the back. You know you got skill in that spec. So why do you hesitate? Why do you hesitate? Please don't hesitate. There's no need to wait, no, no. I know this world could pull you in the wrong direction if you let it, and I know you wanna see heaven's gates. So please don't hesitate. Please don't hesitate, no. We're gonna teach you something real special. Real special today. This is two coins. Two coins. Two coins. My boy Wally. Wally. Then Ronnie. Then Ronnie. Wherever you're at, we're at. Showing two sides of the same coin. Let me know what y'all think. Two coins. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter today. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to the Two Coin Podcast. It's your boy Ronnie. And I'm Wally, the other side of the coin. And that snippet that you just heard was Hesitate by Stasio. And we actually have the man himself in the building. Yes, um, sir. We've been trying to get him on the podcast. But he's here for the first time, so I'm going to just shoot it over to him. Stasio, introduce yourself. Hello. Tell us your name. Tell us what you're about. And, you know, give yourself a brief introduction, bro. Most yeah. definitely, man. Uh, hello, man. My name is, uh, my alias is Anastasio Mahoney Jr. Uh, but my artist name, I go by the name of Stasio Elazar. Well, my partner call me Stasio, Stas. whole bunch of stuff, man. But, um, yeah, man, I'm from San Diego, California. I came up here to the Bay for college, uh, been up here for eight years, graduated with a child and adolescent development degree, but, you know, in the process, uh, you know, music has always been in me, so uh, I'm also an artist, I still do work with kids, uh, I try to be in the community and everything, but uh, yeah, artistry is a, is a and music is a big passion of mine, uh, so that's always been a big part of my life, and I do plan on uh, taking it further and uh, going places with it. Hell yeah, man, hell yeah. So you said, uh, I, know, I know you had said before, like, you always um, grew up singing back in the day and whatnot, and that was, like, your first, uh, you know what I mean, real introduction to music. Like, what, 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 one, I would say, like, talk to us about that, and then what brought you with the change in the rapping? Not saying that that's all you do, but you know what I mean, to get you that comfortability to the point, like, we just heard you all hesitate, bro, like, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's real fun. Um, so... I didn't really know that I could really sing until I was uh, I was young, and uh, you know I grew up in the church and everything. So um, they randomly gave me a part in like a in like a song, you know, because it was like all the children and stuff were singing on one Sunday, and they randomly gave me a part, and I started singing. And I was like, oh, that sounds pretty good, you know. Like, I'm kind of nice with it. Yeah, bro, I'm kind of <laughs> nice with it, you know. So. Um, so it from there, you know, uh, it was rapping. <clears throat> you know, I come from a. <clears throat> My parents are from Panama, um, so I've always had a, a large, like, my music scope has always been large as far as, uh, like, Calypso and, uh, you know, and the, the native tongue is uh, Spanish in that country. So um, even Hispanic music, Calypso, island music, and then, you know, of course, being over here, R&B, rap, hip-hop, and everything. So I've always had that big mix. But, uh, yeah, I figured out... <clears throat> I could sing at a young age, and uh, knowing that, you know, I would just sing. I never 
uh, did anything professionally, but, you know, I would have favorite songs, uh, like different R&B groups, one of my favorite R&B groups, Boys to Men. I always listened to them, would sing along with them. And, uh, you know, just cultivated my voice. Uh, to choir in, like, high school just to keep my voice on point and different things like that. But um, it was in high school, maybe 11th. He was 11th or 12th grade, one of those. Um, I had a partner. His name was, uh, uh, well, his artist name was Days. And, um, you know, one day, um, you know, I'm in a car with him. I'm like, bro, I think, you know, I, I kind of want to start rapping too. Because at that point, at that time, you know, uh, um, yeah, Drake how, was... How, how old were you again at that point? I was like 16 or 17. 16, 17, okay. okay. Yeah, 16 or 17. And at that point, at that time, Drake was huge. You know, yeah. Drake was huge. He was the first one that kind of like did that, did that, that whole, hybrid. yeah, whole hybrid singing and yeah. rapping thing, man. So I was like, you know what? Like, and then at that, at that time too, um, I also took a creative class. Shout out to Mr. Reed if he ever sees this. Yeah. He probably won't. Shout out to Mr. Reed. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Reed. You know, like his class kind of inspired me, uh, and gave me a passion. I've always been a good writer, um, but that that class kind of cultivated that whole uh, writing spirit out of me as far as poetry and expressing myself. Uh, yeah, so from there, man, like, I was just like, yeah, days. I'm trying to. I think I'm trying to rap too. Yeah. And I was a rap from there. So I'm, I want to build off that last point that you were saying about uh, Calypso and the island music. Mm-hmm. That's interesting, man, because a lot of people who are like rappers that. Um, like, come on, our, I don't want to even call it a show, our show. Our show, yeah. <laughs> come on, the Two Coin Podcast. Come on to the Two Coin Podcast. Yeah, they just name, like, uh, rapper influences. So, usually, like, a question that's, like, a, a constant theme here is, like, your top five favorite rappers. But, you know, we put niggas on the spot. Like, I want to put you on the spot, right? Yeah, so, it's all good. Just give me the artists who influenced you. Like, who are the biggest artists who influenced you in your music and whose sound did you kind of, I don't want to say borrowed from, but, like, yeah, not borrowed from, borrowed from yeah, like to, to into your, your own, music. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. Oh man, there was there's so many I could just list them because, <clears throat> like I said, during that time in high school, um, this might sound a little like funny, but just like you know, Wiz was big, uh, Drizzy was big, Kendrick, uh, uh, of course, Cole, uh, Dom Kennedy, Mac Miller. Um, that was our era. ASAP. Yeah, yeah that was our yeah. whole era. Like ASAP Rocky. Uh, who else? Lil Wayne was always one of my favorite yep. artists. Uh, uh, T.I. when I was little was a favorite artist of mine. Uh, uh, so there's just so many different sounds and so many different artists and rap artists, man, that I just grew up listening to. And then, you know, <clears throat> I actually didn't, like, it wasn't until a, a little bit after that that I dug deep into, like, hip-hop, hip-hop, as far as Nas, uh, Tribe, uh, um, um far side uh like the whole historical side of yeah it. the roots um you know and all these like historic like actual hip-hop groups and uh you know really uh like really oh uh gang star yeah and also as far as uh artists uh modern artists currency was big as well like i listened to a you know just like a, a mix uh, a large mix of different artists uh growing up um, but, uh, yeah, so, and then, like, you know, I cultivated my whole, uh, like, love for the actual, because, you know, it's like rap, but then, I, I you know, I developed a, so, such a deep love for it. You know, I'm like, I wanted to go back to the origins. I wanted to immerse myself in, like, the like the hip-hop side of rap, you know, because, yeah. you know, we grew up on what we grew, grew up on. But, uh, yeah, Big, Big was, uh, you know, I listened to a hella Big, like, at one point, like, of course, Pac, you know, so... You know, that's that's kind of where I kind of developed my... Hey, real quick, it's just funny the way you just said that. You'll see that, like, with hella people whenever they mention Big or Pac. 
It, it's always one or the other. It's like either man, I used to listen to hella Pac, you know, and Big too. Big, yeah, like yeah. I was a Big. Yeah, yeah it's like on, I used bro. to listen to hella Big. Man. I'm from yeah. California, and then, so I'm you know, Pac, Pac two Pac. So it's always, <laughs> yeah. it's always like that Kobe and fucking LeBron thing. Yeah, yeah. you like one, you know, like you fuck with the other, but you, yeah, there's a side you fucking with, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's dope to hear somebody say. The other side of like you know what I mean? Yeah. People actually claiming fucking biggie out here. Yeah. I was also gonna say too, uh, your influences are interesting because you mentioned like, you know, T I, J. Cole, uh, Kendrick, which is all like rappers that you know, we kinda listen to in our adolescence, like fifteen, sixteen years old, right? Yeah. Facts. Because it's weird because like our era is like this kind of in between era where it's like we're not you know, the Gen Z kids, like, this generation type shit that everybody loves to hate on. But we're not, yeah. the but we're not like, the old school gen. Like, yeah. we're, like, the babies of the millennials, right? Yeah. So it's like, you go back and listen to these artists. Like, for us, like, my middle school years were, like, in the mid-2000s. So, like, I listened to Jeezy, T.I. Yeah. Like, I was coming yeah. back from school listening to 106 and Park and all yeah. that shit. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't yeah. until after I went to high school that I started to dig deep into like Jay-Z and Nas and Biggie yeah. and all these older artists that came before us, which is interesting, man, because like we weren't on the cusp of it, but it still has an impact to where you can go back and research it. Yeah. 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 I mean, nah, bro, like, like, like you're 100% right because our time of mute or like our age group, because you what, you, you 94, right? 94. End of 94, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's like that 94, 95, and I'll even say 96 they caught, like, 96 caught the tail end of what was left after what 95 caught it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but it's like 90, 95, 94 caught the end of whatever, like, 91, 92. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that was still so pure in it. Because you got to think, bro, like, when we was in, what was it, elementary school, 50 Cent was out. That whole 50, era was out. Big, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Fucking, uh, the early 2000s in general, bro. Like, yeah. Usher's peak. Like, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Early Chris Nelly, Brown. Akon. Nelly, yeah. Akon, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's just like, when we, uh, when we look back at that, and then we see, like, you were talking about you didn't get involved in, like, the conscious, bro, me neither. I wasn't into conscious music yeah. like that until I got to high school. Yeah. Naturally, when you grow as a, like, when you grow as a person, right? Yeah. But we were blessed to have Kendrick and Cole right. as we grew yeah. into as that we state. Grew, they were coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Like, the fact that, yeah. bro, we got our own Jay-Z. We got our own fucking Nas. Yeah. We got yeah. our own Pac. Because we've seen, I mean? we yeah. seen these people grow into legends, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. Literally. From, uh, uh, what was a sideline? Not sideline. What was a the come up? The come up, and then yeah, what was the other one? In the warm up, yeah. yeah. Sideline yeah. story. Sideline yeah, story. Like, I remember listening to yeah. J Cole before he even dropped an album. Like, yeah, yeah, mixtapes, mixtapes. Would you say that kind of like motivates you a little bit? The fact that you've seen all these legends from the start of their career go to where they're at now, and you think like any person can just look at that, like, bro, like I can do that, like if I have it in me to do it, and I have the work ethic to do it. You think that motivates you? Oh yeah, definitely. Because I remember. Um, you know, like, you know, being being a big Cole fan, you know, I, I, like, would go and, like, look at videos of his beginnings. And, you know, he had a similar, you know, he left North Carolina, went all the way uh, to New York, um, to, was it St. John's? Yeah, yeah went to St. John's, you know, did, and did his whole thing and started from, he knew, but he had a, he had his goal in mind. Like, yeah. he knew he was going, because I guess he, he grew, growing up, his favorite rapper was Nas, so he know this, he knew the sound that he kind of had, so he knew that would be the best place to, you know, uh, get a record deal, and I feel like, I, I, I believe I remember him saying that he, he knew he wanted to sign to The Rock, like, when he yeah. went there, Oh, like, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, so, just like, but actually, just him talking about it, and talking about the grind and how like you know he was a uh, making mixtapes with his with his partners and like like just like the it's the, mad relatable yeah mad relatable yeah. and to just just see where he is now like it's crazy yeah you know yeah 
Nah, facts, bro. Real quick, for those of y'all that just saw, you know what I mean? Menage a trois, get you a bottle. Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> slide that in, you know what I mean? But, but nah, man. Um, hey, to be clear, for people who are listening just on the audio, he was pointing a bottle of wine. We're not having an actual, you know. That ain't happening. Hey, it's all good. From this point, I always catch us on YouTube, bro. <laughs> we a video podcast for y'all. You know uh, I mean? Reel us back in. But nah, um, so then now, especially when you're talking about wanting to get into uh, producing music. You know what I mean? We were talking yeah. about that earlier off the air. Yeah. You being a singer, can you read music or can you hear music naturally? Um, yeah, man. I don't I can't read a lick of music, man, but I, I hear sounds, man. Like I think um I I listen, you know, cuz at a big point in my life too, like I would just sit, sit there and listen to instrumentals and I would break down each instrument in my ear like so i would like i would hone in and focus on one instrument and just see how it was broken out broken down throughout the beat so um and my whole life i just had a musical ear that's why it's like you know sometimes i have to like check myself when people say they can't sing i'm like how like you know because you know i just have a natural a natural ear for it you know so i'm you know so but yeah i don't i don't read a lick of music man but i hear everything man but say like you if you were to hop on a piano like you could play yeah. it based off of just the sound. Yeah, if if, if that's if, a talent on its own, man. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, man. It's uh, crazy. Yeah, but I could definitely uh, like I said, I don't know what note I'm playing, but I can if you know if I practice it and find which keys are which, I could. You just have a feel it for it and feel for it. Like I mean, obviously, I don't, I don't, I haven't gotten into playing the piano. So as far as the fluidity of it, as far as playing it, like that's actually in a crazy, fluid motion. Bro. But if I get it, like if I could hear it, like. Once I press the key, I could hear it and I could end up finding it and find. I could just go down the line and find the note and be like, "Oh, this is it." That's interesting. I wonder. I wonder how common that is. I wonder how like how many people can like actually learn the piano without just reading the notes. I'm pretty sure that has a lot to do. You know, like the whole left side, right side of the brain. People that are more creative are what on the left side, and people that are more technical are on the right. On the right side. So, like, I see it a lot of like with uh, people that are left-handed. By any chance, you left-handed? No, but I try to use it a lot. Yeah, I'm right-handed though. Yeah. Yeah, but people like. I mean, shit, maybe, maybe that's why, like, you know what I mean? You haven't had the ability to even do it, but people that are left-handed are usually, like, able to, you know what I mean? They're good with, like, sounds and their, like, uh, their senses, you know what I mean? Yeah. At least with their creative side. Are you left-handed? Nah. I can't, I, I, I can't write for but shit. But sometimes, like, a technical uh, way of thinking probably helps when, when like, you're, like, behind the scenes making music, you mm-hmm. know? Oh, facts, man. Yeah. Understanding that approach, understand, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, to a certain extent, bro, you can develop shit like that, but when it's you're somebody that doesn't even know music theory, doesn't know anything, but you can like piece together shit by hearing, that shit's amazing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. But, um, yeah, man, so, Hesitate, was that, was that gonna be uh, the first on a project? Was that just a single? You know what I mean? I ain't trying to throw all, oh, no, no, throw all them good. secrets all, out. I ain't trying to get good, you to man. reveal none. Any but, new shit on the way? You know, I'm... You know, um, I don't got nothing to hide, man. Uh, yeah, Hesitate is actually, um, I've dropped it as a single, but it's also going to be part of a bigger project uh, called Native Sun. Okay, um, okay. And it, I'll be dropping it at the end of December, um, right before New Year's. Um, you know, because I feel like some songs on there can be uh, beneficial going into the New Year. Uh, okay, okay. It's only a five-song EP, um, hey, but that's, yeah. That's perfect. 
Yeah. Bro, that's perfect for what a lot of people do nowadays. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. That like five to seven track range is like the new norm. Yeah. Well, it's because people's like attention spans aren't as good as they used to be, right? Yeah. So you got to like catch their attention while you still have it. Like 10 tracks, uh, 30 minutes, boom. That's all yeah. really, I think that's that's all people need to really like make an opinion, which is fucked up. Yeah. Like that's all they need yeah. to make an opinion of you. But yeah. if you can just captivate them within that short time frame, yeah. I think you're good money, bro. Yeah. And I think like you're the type of artist to where it's like, I don't know, with me personally, like when I when I just like saw that music video on the on the TV, it's just like mm-hmm. I, I was locked in as soon as I saw it. Yeah. So it's like you get somebody's attention from the very beginning because it's like the video is like I don't want to give too much of it. Yeah. But it's like the video is like starts off with you and like a desk in the middle of the street. And I'm just like, oh, oh shit, what's going on here? And then it just keeps me locked yeah. in. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. 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 And shout out to because uh, that whole visual concept wasn't even my idea. Like that whole visual concept was my partner, Deep Price, man. Shout out to Deep Price, Priceless Productions, um, San Diego, California. If you in Dago, man, that's your boy. Go to him, man. Get your stuff right, man. But uh, yeah, that whole visual concept was him, man. Like Damn, I told him, I told him, I I gave him the song, uh, shot the song to him, and bro, he came up with that, bro. Like that's dope. He, he has a he has a mind like that, you know. And, and initially when he said it, I was like, oh, okay, that's different. I was like, let's do it. Like, yeah. See how it turns out. And uh, cause he 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 heard the song and you know hesitated about that internal conflict. So that's where he developed the whole concept of like you know having. I mean, if you see the video, you know you have. <clears throat> symbolically the person in the white shirt versus the hooded uh individual and yeah. it's like both of them talking to each other and it's like it's like it's like internal both sides of your conscience yeah, both, yeah, sides yeah. Of your, both, both sides of your conscience yeah two sides of the same coin it all yeah. relates man yeah but nah man hey i, I want to switch gears here a little bit uh because there is like a bunch of other shit going on in the world yeah. um nate robinson Man, <laughs> <laughs> give me your thoughts, Roddy. Nate yeah. Robinson, because I'm gonna go into my little spiel here. Like, yeah. you know what? It's so the so the thing with Nate. Now that it's been it's, it's been what a couple of days. This was what on Sunday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, I think it was. It might have been. Was, was it? Fine? Either way, it was, it, was it was past weekend. You yeah. know what I mean. So now it's like we've had shit to digest. Cause I'm not gonna lie. When it first happened, bro, I was I was mad as fuck, but I was dying too. Cause the thing is, is it's one of those like. I was a. It's not like he just went in and got knocked out. Yeah. It was the way he came on and w- the way he like charged up at the dude, the way he started fighting at the beginning. It was just everything was just so bad to the point it like all built up to that knockout. It's like yeah. bro, yeah. this man. This man came in hot like he wanted to smoke. <laughs> yeah. And man. then he got knocked out. Like. Rushed him off the back and you can't. You know, like a lot of people like, you know, I mean, I enjoy boxing. I did. I boxed for like uh, like half a year. But I understand that you can't, you know, it, it's different from a street fight, you know, yeah, you're not yeah. just like rushing in there, you know, you're like you gotta like pick your punches and he just came in hot. Hey, if I can just be like really honest, like that fight was like symbolic of the race war going on in America. Oh. So like when Nate Robinson got knocked, it just felt like an L for all black oh, people. So man, I was just mad, bro. disappointed. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm, like, I'm not a Nate Robinson fan. I didn't even know he was fucking boxing. Yeah. But like when it happened... And it's like, you see the dude that fucking embarrassed him. You're just like, come on, come man. On, and then you see the, the IG caption beforehand. He's like posting a picture of him training with the boxing gloves. Yeah, and posed. he's saying, oh, this is for all NBA players. This is uh, for all the kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro. Bro, it's just one of those. I would have thought that, you know what I mean? Like like a lot of people have been saying, I, thought, I would have thought his trainers would have prepped him better. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. 
there's no way he got professional training going in the way that he did. Yeah. Because I, I fuck with Nate Robinson, you know what I mean? Shot like mm-hmm. it was painful to watch, bro. Like yeah. you know what I mean? But it, at the end of the day, my like like I know Nate's not just gonna learn something and then go into go into that event or whatever he's doing mm-hmm. and just half ass it. You know what I mean? He, he clearly wasn't trained right. He saw Jake Paul and thought it was gonna be easy money. Yeah. Thought it was gonna be yeah, bro, and I'll keep it a buck with you, man. It ain't like Jake Paul is nice or nothing. You know what I mean? Because yeah. people are talking like, yeah. like he's he's somebody. But, but, uh, he, he does the training though. He puts in the professional facts, training, right? bro. Yeah. Facts. But it's just one of those. I feel like Nate was more unprepared than Jake Paul was trained, mm-hmm. and he made him look better than he really was. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I feel exactly. what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. if they were on the same level of preparation, yeah. Nate would have washed him. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. But I can't say that now. Yeah, now, now it's just like now, like, now it's like you look salty saying that. Yeah, You man. feel me? Like, yeah, I just yeah. look like a hater, but it is what it is, man. You know, and me personally, man, I'm a big Nate Robinson fan. Why? Because, you know, you know, if you know Nate Robinson, bro, he's he's been an underdog, you know? He whole got, life. He his whole life, bro. Heart, He's man. as tall as me. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? He yeah. makes me, like, he plays for motherfuckers our height, you know what I mean? But... I mean, to give my man his shine, won the dunk contest, what, like three, three times? times? He, was Isaiah, times. he was like the me? Isaiah Thomas before Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. Celtics Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. Okay, I was about yeah. to say. Or Spud Webb. Like, he's, mm-hmm. a, he's the later Spud Webb. Yeah, man. Yeah. And dude was getting buckets in a game, like, yeah. light motherfuckers. That's why I was like, when I would see those lines of, damn, they dropped 30 tonight? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. okay. That shit just sounded better, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, so, so to see somebody like, Who's known for persevering and having heart? Just take uh, an embarrassing L like that. Just but hurts. it's good, man. At least this happened at the at his very first fight because now the only way is up. You know what I mean? Not yeah. even to sound corny, but like yeah. he could come back, handle this shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can't get any worse than what you just did. But do you think he's gonna want to go back in the in the ring? He oh, he he has he to at should. least fight again. Right, he should. He has to try to redeem himself. Be a you know what I mean? Man. Yeah. At, yeah, at bare minimum, yeah. you gotta fight Jake Paul again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm just saying, bare minimum. <laughs> Imagine he does that and he loses again. Like, oh. The same it's way. It's like, bro, if you call for a rematch, your ass better yeah, win. Yeah, you got to win. Yeah, you can't. Or at very least, take it the distance and let it go to the card. You know, yeah, don't lose in the fashion you lost. It. Like, you can't get knocked out any kind of way. I feel like that type of uh, fight would be good enough to market as like the main card. Robinson versus Paul. Hell the fuck no. <laughs> right? Oh, you're talking about the new, like the yeah. rematch. Robinson oh, hell yeah, Paul. bro. Because I'm not going to lie. Before it, yeah, people were talking about it, but we were all waiting for the Tyson-Jones uh, fight. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, But I feel you. Maybe for the rematch, it's going to be way more anticipated. Yeah. <laughs> like, now that bout officially has, like, history behind it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but, Definitely. yeah, speaking of history, though, man, like, Tyson and fucking Roy, man. Tyson and fucking Roy, bro. Honestly, I mean, and okay, I watched okay because that night, like, I was with my uh, my girlfriend's uh, uh, her mom's boyfriend's family, and we're like in the middle of a lake, uh, a dry lake, uh, riding dirt bikes. Okay, and okay. I'm, I'm outside of like a truck, and there's like ten people in the car, and I'm watching it from somebody's phone screen. Damn, so okay, okay. I didn't really like. Get, <laughs> yeah, you didn't get the full experience. Get yeah. the full experience, but from what I saw, you know, like oh, I, I just I was disappointed. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I was really disappointed. Yeah. I, I felt like you know it was just a bunch of old heads. That's like, what I'm saying. Was kind of two old dudes fighting. Nah, fuck, the whole hey, time, hey, hey. You know, so like, put it this way. Now, nah, fuck all that, bro. Because like real shit, I feel what you're saying about Roy. 
Cause I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Oh bro. yeah, Mike was looking good. When when Roy came in, bro, like physically, just yeah. bro, you look at Roy, yeah. you look at Tyson. I'm like, yeah. damn, bro, Tyson just like he got some size on him. He yeah. like cut up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Roy literally just looked like your uncle, you know what I mean? <laughs> like he used to do shit back when he was 20 or 30. Yeah. 54, right? Yeah. Tyson did not look 54. He didn't. You nah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. And just the way age. he was moving too, like oh, yeah. the fact that Tyson even went the distance because he's not he wasn't he was never known for his cardio. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, all his fights like right. from back in the day was all like either knock early round knockouts. The longer it went, the you know what I mean. Yep. But yeah, I would love to see Tyson against somebody young, bro. People talk yeah. about him and Tyson Fury. I mean, what I heard that rumor. What? But is yeah. it, was Mike Tyson was a heavyweight? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Bro, Tyson Fury could play a center in the NBA. Isn't he like fucking 6'10 or something? It's on, yeah, he's yeah, 6'10. Yeah, he's a big dude, man. Yeah, he's fucking huge, Bro, and Mike is dude. fucking 5'10, five, 5'11. Five, oh, my yeah. gosh. I feel like Mike would still knock him the fuck out. Yeah, because Mike was looking good. Um, It's just Roy was hugging him the whole time. Mike yeah, was, he time, was coming, man. like, Mike was, like, as far as, like, just. He still looked good, man. Yeah, like, he, he was still, moving. He, he was, still looks in shape. Yeah, but Roy, man. Yeah, Roy just hugged. Like, Roy was getting tired, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. He just couldn't hang. Yeah. But, you, but you don't think he could hang? Uh, what would you think? You think Tyson could hang with the young fighters today? Yeah, just because just because he's Tyson. Like, like I feel like the young fighters are still scared of Tyson. Bro, because I like just, just I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and say he's about to fucking go back to reigning champ and shit. I'm just saying I could see him like I'm. A, you know what I mean? The reason I brought up Tyson Fury is just because yeah, I get it. He's a, he's a current like I don't know if he's a current champion or the recent champion because I know he ended he's up being current. he's current right because yeah. of his last win. Yeah. But the only reason I even brought him up is because he also got that out of shape like look to him. Look, but he he got that power behind his punches. I think Mike could handle somebody like that than somebody that's you know what I mean like a Deontay Wilder yeah. who's actually like cut up and in shape and yeah. has the athleticism aspect over him. I don't see Fury having that athleticism over him. Let me ask you this. Does, does Dana White own the boxing league nah, or whatever it is? It's who? UFC. Okay. Yeah. So who, who's in charge of uh, boxing? That's a whole different, like, I, I don't even know yeah, the breakdown. Know. Whoever that, it is, bro. like, if if Mike were to fight, like, some young dude, that would bring in so much fucking money. Yeah. Because, first of all, Mike is hella marketable. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, nice. yeah, you can get him on Jimmy Kimmel or whatever, and, yeah. like, he'll draw in whatever audience. And, like, you'll make money off that fight, and everybody's going to watch that fight, like, even if it's not, like, boxing fans. Yeah. Like, I'm not an avid boxing fan. Yeah. But if I see Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. are going to fight, you're going to watch I'm going to watch it. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, hey, what do y'all hey, feel? Like, I know you said you didn't get to watch the whole thing, but, or at least, like, you was watching through the thing. Yeah. What do y'all feel about, like, those performances in between? Like, was that too Bro, much? Bro, Snoop killed that shit. Yeah, oh, I didn't even, yep. yeah, even see the performances. Yeah. Snoop so they had, killed that shit. They had YG. They had Wiz, Wiz came off first, then Word. YG. Oh, crazy. Who was between Snoop and uh, YG? French Montana. French Montana. Really? Yeah. Word? They had all them performances? Yeah. I ain't seen it, not one of those. It's oh. all in between. Well, first of all, Wiz, Wiz and French Montana were ass, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. yeah. F- bro, <laughs> Black and Yellow, shit was just hella funny, bro. Oh, yeah. I did Black and Yellow? Yeah, I mean, it was a throwback. I fuck with it, yeah. but it's just, you know what I mean? Like, I saw a tweet that was like, Wiz Khalifa stuck in 2012. <laughs> 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 it didn't stay, though. But nah, Snoop killed it in all aspects, yeah. bro. Like, they need to give that, bro, a fucking... Uh, Bro, Snoop, everybody loves Snoop, man. If you hate yeah. Snoop, I, I hate you. <laughs> but it's like, it's the same thing. If you hate D-Wade, bro, there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. But speaking of D-Wade, we're going to get back to something real quick. We're going to take a quick intermission break.
gonna talk about the greatest trade that just happened in NBA history. <laughs> Russell Westbrook for Jaw. <laughs> Man. Uh, erratic point guard for injured erratic point guard. Man, Man. bruh. Yeah. I would I, bruh, I'd say at least with Wall is you got a dude that's just hasn't played a lick of basketball in two years. Two years. I yeah. fuck with Westbrook still. Yeah. But, like, what the fuck did you gain as the Rockets, bro? That's what I'm saying. I was going to say. I was going to ask y'all who won that trade. Wizards won that trade. Because yeah. even if Wall was healthy, I think there's some, like, underlying tension in, in D.C. between Wall and, and Beal. Really? Yeah, there's, like, a, a power struggle. Like, Wall wants to be the number one option. Yeah. That, which is why he requested a trade. Yeah. He, he wanted to... He, he was trying to be out of there anyway. Yeah. So there was going to be, like, a conflict of interest. So... Wall's gone. They bring in Westbrook. I think Westbrook is going to be cool at this stage in his career being yeah. a number two option. Yeah. Facts. You know, because he was, he was already cool being a number two option on the Rockets. Yeah. He was already cool being a number two option to Paul George. Yeah. And I feel like him and, him and Bradley Beal are going to fit together hella well. But, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But, but I was uh, listening to um, when I heard uh, Shannon and Skip. <laughs> Skip. <laughs> When I when I when I was listening to them, uh, Shannon did bring up a point that I didn't know. But apparently Westbrook was like he wants to go back to his old style of play, and he couldn't do that on the Rockets. Nah, nah. But like his old style of play, what he meant by that was, I just want to be the ball handler. Yeah. Harden is the yeah. point guard for the Rockets. Like like Westbrook has to play off ball and kind of figure it out. Yeah. And Harden can still do his thing. Yeah. In DC. He's going to be the main ball handler. Like, yeah. Bradley Beal is not a ball handler. Not. Bradley Beal is elite yeah. playing off the ball. Yeah. And an elite like defender. Thompson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I feel like Russell Westbrook will be able to compliment him really well. Yeah. Be, like, being the ball handler, running the show, and just having Bradley Beal, like, by his side, playing yeah. off ball to slow the game down. Yeah. I think that'll work. Yeah. But, like, with John Wall, like, he's like, bro, this, <laughs> this is my team. This is my franchise. And that was kind of hindering Bradley Beal. Bruh, there's yeah. no way this is your team or your franchise, bro. You've been out for two, two years, years and, and your running mate fucking blossomed into a superstar. You I know get, like, his ego, but I can understand why he'd feel that way. Like, he got drafted by them as the first overall pick, and he's been there for a decade, yeah. and he's led them and through run. multiple playoff runs. Bro, and so, I, I feel that, but at the end of the day, like, dog, you're coming off a two-year injury. The second injury yeah, that yeah. you had was your fault. Yeah. You were just kicking it at home and you fucked up your leg. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, type. It wasn't even an a in-game injury. At all. So it's just one of those. Yeah. I, I get it. You can be salty, but your saltiness is why it didn't work out for y'all. Because maybe if you weren't, if you were willing to do a Westbrook, what you were just saying, yeah. what I think he's going to do, they could have done some. Mm-hmm. But that's neither here nor there. You know what I mean? Because, bro, you're right. I think Westbrook and Bill about to, about to be nasty. Because now you're telling me Westbrook has to pay, play .5 of the defense. Yeah. With Bradley Beal going above and beyond, yep. so now his defense makes up for their elite backcourt now. But to be honest, I can't name the rest of their starting five. That's the, I was just about to ask. I was like, yeah, who's their surrounding cast? I have uh, no idea. Can't. I'm talking okay. about just yeah. them yeah. too. No clue. Yeah, you know, I think their center is like Ian Mahimi. Mahimi. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but they got that one, what was he, a rookie this year? Uh, Roy Hachirima or Harishima? Oh, yeah, the, the half black, half Japanese dude. Yeah, yeah. He's nice. He's good. I think he plays a three, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's good. And then, bro, they just drafted uh, Denny, Denny of Vegeta or whatever. He's the uh, he's this dude out of Israeli. He played for Tele, Tele Aviv, Tel Aviv. Yeah, Tel Aviv. yeah. bro. He ended nice. up nice as fuck. Ended yeah. up winning a MVP for that league, won oh, a championship wow. okay. for that league, and all that. Okay, that's interesting. But you know what I mean? Just they got options. You yeah. know, you yeah. never know with these yeah. European dudes. But yeah. 
you also you never know with these European you dudes. Know. You know what I mean? Big stars. Yeah. I don't know Hachimura. I don't know who the, who fucking scouted him, but he was just playing <laughs> in some some fucking town in Japan. That's how they found him. Really? Yeah, like literally, he was playing in Japan. Like he would like he wasn't even a big deal in Japan. Oh, but then crazy. like they drafted him, and now he's like a fucking superstar sensation. I think he's going oh, wow. he's going to blow up soon. I think. Nah, like he had a really good rookie year yeah. that went unnoticed because the Wizards were ass. Yeah. Alright, so then let me ask y'all this. So we already know off the top, top four in the East is gonna be Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and um uh, Toronto. Uh, Toronto, like, I was about to say Boston. Yeah. Oh, you Boston. can throw Toronto yeah. at five, you know what I mean? That yeah. top five is locked up. Yeah. Who y'all thinking coming up next now? I think the Bulls. Oh, my bad. I just disrespected y'all, and I'm sorry, because y'all the Heat are a lock for a top oh, yeah, four. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, yeah. So let me let me Big slow down. Sleepers. So there's only two yeah. spots left after we just named six. Yeah. Hmm. You got Indiana. Mm-hmm. You got Atlanta, who just came up on some pieces. Mm-hmm. On some pieces. You know Not what I mean? Rajon. You got Charlotte, who just got Gordon Hayward. No. Bro, and, and I'm not going to lie. I'm not gonna, yeah. I was about to say, yeah. I'm yeah. not going to They might be competitive. They might yeah. be competitive. We're yeah. talking about two spots at the bottom of the eight seed. And yeah. Orlando's always competing for the eight seed, too. Always. Orlando, and then we got Washington. Yeah. So don't don't sleep on Chicago. They got Zach Levine, they got Kobe White, they got Laurie Markkinen, and they just hired Billy Donovan as a coach. Okay, so let me tell you this. Are the Bulls better than the Bucks? No. Are they better than the Nets? They're good enough to make the AC. No. Okay, are they better than the are they be, are they better than the Hawks? No. Yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? The Hawks with what they just with got. What they just acquired. What do they have? Trey Young, two other point guards. They got Danilo Gallinari. Their starting lineup is fucking um what's his name? Uh what's his name? Rondo, Trey. Fucking Daniello. First of all, why are you starting Rondo and Trey together? How does that work? I mean, Rondo is more. I mean, he he he's developed a shot, but of course he's he's more of a a, a playmaker. Not a playmaker, but he create is a play creator. So I mean, I'm saying, like Rondo's a good defender first. for the point guard position, yeah. but I don't think Rondo or Trey can guard like a, a really good shooting guard one on one. Like, facts. Yeah. You can't yeah. start them together and expect yeah. winning results. Yeah, I get, I get that. I I give you that. Yeah. I just yeah. think that Rondo's gonna bring some to that team to at least get that eight seed. Yeah. But then put it this way, all right, are the Bulls better than the Pacers? Yeah. You think they better than Victor Oladipo? Pa- Pacers don't have, like, good culture right now. They fired Nate McMillan yeah. and, like, uh, Oladipo wants out and Miles Turner wants out and they haven't traded him yet. But Oladipo said he didn't really want out. Really? Yeah, yeah. I heard it was a rumor. Damn, said, okay, yeah. okay. Shit. Yeah. He might be lying. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, he told me yesterday he was trying to leave. Yeah. Yeah, it would hey, make yo, sense. Depot. It would honestly make sense why he would want out. Yeah. Okay, if you base it off of that, then yeah, you know what? We're probably not going to know what the fucking uh, Pacers are going to look like this season. That's a good point. Hey, but you never know. What about the Knicks, bro? <laughs> the Knicks. <laughs> Wait, did you mention the Nets when you mentioned those top six teams? Oh, yeah they're, the, okay. uh, yeah. they're the first team we mentioned. Who's, I mean, you have, who's on the Knicks? What's old dude that came out with Zion? Uh, RJ, RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett. They got Obi. Juan Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> Obi Toppin. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's sad when you can't really name a starting five on it. They tried to give us Kevin Knox. <laughs> <laughs> they try to sell. They try to sell everybody on Kevin Knox. I'm man. not convinced. But yeah, man, that's the fucking uh, that's the East. But shit, you think the Rockets are gonna make the playoffs? Nope. <laughs> nope. With Harden, will. You, you don't think, think you don't yeah, think Harden, Harden wants to trade? Anytime you have a superstar that wants to trade, you're not making the playoffs. Because you're either going to trade him midseason or you're going to trade him now, or he's going to just sit there and pout, and you're not going to have a good locker You're going to have a toxic locker room. Yeah. yeah. If he wants I mean, to be traded, you're not going to make the playoffs. Bro, if, like, I know I know previously I I'd said that I would want the Nets to, to acquire him, but fuck that, bro. 
the Nets should go go nowhere near Harden. Keep no, exactly yeah. what they got. Because yeah. the more I think about, like, you know it, what I mean? It's not going to work, It's bro. not going to work. Even it's outside of that, work. not going to work. It's just who do they have outside of that? You're giving up so much of your depth in order to just get another superstar. Yep. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Imagine, imagine James and Kyrie on the same team, dude. That's, that's not going to work. not happening. Bro. <laughs> yeah. Two people that want the First ball. of all, who's your third option? Yeah. Whoever it is is not going to be cool with it. Yeah, yeah. Kyrie's yeah. the second yeah. option, bro. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Whoever's yeah. the third option is not going to be cool with being the third option. Yeah, yeah. Maybe even the second option. Like people, yeah. like I, like maybe people will argue with me on this, but I don't give a fuck because KD and Kyrie to me works better than KD and fucking Harden. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, sure. okay. You know like, I mean? I, let's talk about Harden. At least they're friends. Got Bru- chemistry. You know what let, I mean? Let me, let me start this off by saying I'm the biggest Harden hater. Like, I just don't like his game. <laughs> I, I don't like watching him play. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. And I don't I don't, fe- I don't see him fitting with any other team. Besides the Rockets? Besides the Rockets with D'Antoni coaching. If D'Antoni's not coaching, then the Rockets are going to stink. Okay, that even, brings if, it, even if yeah. Harden's putting up 36. Yeah. Hey, that brings up another point. You yeah. think Philly should trade for him? No. No, I don't see him fitting no, with Philly either. Because, cause like you said, as far as D'Antoni's Dan, Dan, always... Ran that type of offense, so that just fast pace, like yeah, no, like yeah, so like transition type. And yeah. Harden yeah. has to be surrounded by guys that are cool with just standing in the corner and yeah. like PJ Tucker, yeah. Covington, uh, yeah, you, you know what I mean, like all these guys yeah. that are just cool with just standing in the corner and playing yeah. defense. You're not gonna find like another team that has that already to where you can trade them. Yeah. Bro, I keep it a buck, man. Yeah, maybe this is too far, but I think that the Nets. If they don't trade for Harden, they got a chance at becoming like an NBA great dynasty. You know what I mean? If they don't trade? If they don't trade for Harden. You know what I mean? The, you got KD, you got Kyrie, you got a young Levert, a young Karras, a young Jarrett. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And they all blossom all together. You got Joe Harris. Yeah. You got a core. And this could be like one of those, like our kids are talking about like, man, that fucking, uh, that Nets team was crazy. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, But I don't think, I don't think KD is going to give them what they need him to give them. But they, bro, but they it's don't. KD though. Yeah. The thing, but he's, it, coming exactly. off a, he's coming off an Achilles injury. Bro, but at the end of the day, even if KD is not 100% of who he is, they're winning a chip if he's 70% of who he is. Yeah. Or 60% of who he is. Yeah. Because of everything else that they got. I don't think exactly. they're winning a chip. Lakers got it. Back uh, to yeah. back. I mean, bro, yeah. I'm, they're, they're repeating. Look, uh, the Nets are winning a chip in the next three years, hands down. You think so? Yes, so? they're gonna I, win I a chip like in the next have, three years. I'm not convinced. Like, I'm not convinced on the Nets. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not totally convinced as far as a chip. I mean, of course, being a top seed in the East, but I'm not convinced as far as a chip. Bro, all you gotta do is get to the fucking playoffs. Yeah. Then you gotta get to the finals round by round. You got the two most clutch players in the league. Okay, what would you think? What would you think? Okay, because me and Wally aren't convinced. So, what do you give us that last piece that you? That you feel would convince us that would cause us to be like, yeah, oh yeah, they could win the championship with this last. Bro, piece. I, don't, I don't think that they need you a piece, need, bro. What? I'm saying with the starting lineup that they got right now of fucking uh, Kyrie, uh-huh. um, Kyrie, Karis, KD, fucking um, then who do they got at the four? They, have... they got DeAndre. DeAndre, yeah. And then damn, I forgot who they got at the four because I wouldn't start DeAndre and Jarrett together. Yeah, no. But yeah. then off the bench. You got Dinwiddie, Joe Harris, and you got no. I think they Jared. start. I think they start Ky- Kyrie, Joe Harris, Karis LeVert at the three, okay. KD at the four, yeah. and then Jared at the five. Bro, and then you yeah. have Dinwiddie and Allen coming off your bench, yeah. Yeah. like that right there to me. Because we're talking about winning games. It's just game by game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And each game, you got two of the most clutch. Well, players. well, first of all, they're trading Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie's not going to come off the bench. 
I think, bro. Dinwiddie's not gonna stay. Yeah. At least he's a free they, agent next year. Like even if they keep him this year, he's gonna leave. Bro, we're talking about if they can win a chip in the next in the next three years. Yeah. So man. granted, yes, they would see the Lakers, but at the end of the day, I could see the Nets making it to the finals this coming year. Man. Who else you got out the East? You got you got Milwaukee out the East. Yes, they I got mean, Drew. You still got Milwaukee. Yeah. Milwaukee, I think, is beating the Nets in a seven game series. And I'm, I'm bro. I'm yeah. taking KD and Kyrie over. Giannis and Drew. Kyrie, I mean, uh, Kyrie fucking. Drew Holiday's putting Kyrie in a fucking lockbox. That's yeah. not hat, bro. Kyrie is too he's nice. He's slowing him ball. down. He's yeah. slowing him down. Yeah, definitely. He's still he's getting slowing his, him though. Definitely a defense. He's still getting him, though, bro. And we go, like, we're we going to have to wait and see for that and, matchup. And KD coming off an Achilles injury, Giannis got it. Yeah. Hey, like I said, bro, we'll wait and see what happens. But all I'm saying is if they don't trade for Harden, they got a chance of having an organic like you know what I mean, yeah. dynasty that people are gonna fall in yeah. love with because the minute they get Harden, the Nets are now, bro. That's just the everyone's hating on them all, yeah. all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ooh, and then you're also missing your sleeper, the Heat. The, you know? Hey, I love how the Heat are a sleeper and they sleeper. just they just made it to the final. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey man, look, the Heat are gonna do what the Heat do. It's just, I think what KD got to prove, you know what I mean, after everything mm-hmm. with him going to Golden State, winning those two rings, like. Motherfuckers like us talk about, bro, those the rings don't count. You know what I mean? I don't think he got it in him, man. Uh, yeah. I don't think he got it Yet in him. to be seen. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, but going back to the West, we all know the Lakers is coming out. You know Goodness what I mean? gracious. The West is ridiculous. Nuggets. Nuggets are still going to Nuggets. Nuggets still going to go Nuggets. Jazz still going to be Jazz. Nah, I'm not throwing Jazz up in that top four. So it's going to be. Oh, as far as top four. Yeah, we're going to get okay. that top four and then okay. see who's going to break right. it down. So obviously we got the Lakers, the Clippers. The uh, the Nuggets. Nuggets. And then who's that fourth spot? Hmm. Oh, we're missing the Warriors. I definitely feel like the Warriors will be top four, even without Clay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, even without Clay. Without Clay, Warriors are top four. Nah. Yeah. Bruh. And this is another one of those what ifs. It has to do if if Steph actually Steph shows does up. His thing. Yeah, Which Steph has Steph to be MVP Steph. Yeah. Bro, we got a chance for we say this every yeah. year for like a crazy season, but this is one of those years, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, COVID fucked it up because this last season was supposed to be that season. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then now, you know what I mean? We got the chance. Like, Steph got a chance to win MVP. He, yeah. You know what I mean? Back for a full season with the squad that he got. Yeah. So, I think he could do it. Yeah. All right. This isn't... I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry to break it. This is not That's top four. Good. But do you know what I'm interested in seeing? Who? The whole uh, Chris and Devin. I was about to bring that up. Yeah. Where do you think your team's yeah. about to end, Waleed? That's your team? The Suns. That's his squad, You're a bro. Suns fan? Yeah. Oh, wow, crazy. Bruh. Oh. I, I was going to say, I think, I think as presently constructed, we're better than the Warriors without Klay Thompson. Arguably. If everything works. Who, who, do, y'all, okay, who hey. do y'all have at the three and the four? Uh, three, we got Mikhe- uh, Mikhail Bridges, okay. who was in his second year. He just got drafted last year, and he has really good upside. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be our... No, no. No, he's gonna come off the bench because we just fucking traded for Jay Crowder, or Jay Crowder just came oh, to yeah, us as a free agent. Yeah, hey, oh, hey, so let's go starting lineup head for head. Chris Paul, Steph Devin Curry. Booker. Chris Paul, Steph Curry. Okay, I'm taking Steph. I got Devin Booker. And then uh, who they throwing? They throwing Wiggins. Ubre. Oh yeah, no, no, Oubre they throw they throw Ubre at, right? at the three. Yeah, yeah. so Wiggins at the two. Ubre at the three. At the three, we got Jay Crowder. He's locking. Ubre that, is pretty boy ass yeah. up. Yeah. Hey man, <laughs> yeah, like, put it this Crowder way, man. Crowder, yeah. Crowder's older now. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, Crowder's the I perfect Crowder, starting bro. Pick. I had Crowder on the fucking Cavs, bro. I've seen what he could do in the fucking. And finals. he's so consistent. Yeah. But I'm just saying, Ubre right now, 
Come, bro, the fact that you play next to Steph, you're going to have so many open shots. But anyway, let's go to the next one. Draymond, who's your four? Dario Saric. Getting uh. clamped, bro. <laughs> we put we put an eight on Draymond, though. Okay, then who the fuck you putting on Wiseman? Ooh. Dario Saric. <laughs> Dario's getting bodied one way or the other. I, I, think, I think we got a better team, though, bro. Honestly. Like, if you look at that, the sum of that starting five versus ours. Bro, the Warriors hey. starting five is no joke, bro. But I didn't. I mean, I didn't know much about the Sun Squad. But in the bubble, bro, didn't they go like undefeated? Yeah, in the bubble. In the bubble. Yeah, and that's before yeah. we got Chris Paul and Jay Crowder. Yeah, it's all good, bro. Now people are playing for meaningful. Games. And I feel like, bro, bro, Devin Booker <laughs> next year is gonna finish top three in the league in scoring. Yeah, I do not want. Him I put to my be money on that. Alert. Said top three. Yep, he's gonna I get twenty-seven to twenty-nine points per game next year. Yeah, yeah, he can't be a. Dang he's gonna peak right. next year. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so. Switching gears a little bit about, you know what I mean? You're talking about uh, top scorer. Who you taking first overall in fantasy this year? Fuck, it's been so long. I don't even know. <laughs> God damn. We got the draft coming yeah. up, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, man, who you... Who, who, I'm taking Giannis. First overall? Yeah. That's the safest pick. Are you sure? Are you sure Luka is not, is, is not in that now? Oh, yeah, Luka, yeah. Well, this is my this is my first year in basketball fantasy, so hey, it's gonna yeah, be fun, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's be like fun. I would tell you right now, man, just just read up on some, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Little, uh, you know what I mean? Little pre-draft articles, see all the like little standings and all that, where they yeah. got everybody ranked, peeps and people. Yeah. But to be honest, like I'm not gonna lie, even if even if you, uh, somebody ended up auto drafting, it's not like you're gonna get a shit team because yeah. in, in basketball compared to football, you do a hell of waiver trades and shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Especially on all these young teams, you got people on the bench waiting to play. Yeah. yeah. Go off and you like, whoo, <laughs> just picked up on a stock. <laughs> <laughs> just picked up on a stock. It really is like stocks. <laughs> like, I'm going to bet on this fucking waiver wire pickup. And you don't have hella fun once you get into it, bro. It's, yeah. it's like addicting. I'm excited. Like, you just be sitting there like all the time that you spend on your phone right now just doing other shit. You just going to be <laughs> reading player shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, this motherfucker had a, had a string of three games going dumb. Oh, damn. Okay, so he got injured. So, yeah, they're definitely going to play him. Yeah. Okay, he's getting out of the doghouse. You see how many minutes people start playing overtime. Yeah, you're like, yeah. okay, he's getting the starting role. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, man. But, hey, look out for our fantasy basketball league. Now. <laughs> <laughs> but, nah, man. Hey, Stasio, we appreciate you coming through, man. This was definitely long overdue. Oh, yeah. Perfect timing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, bro, our doors are open whenever, bro. So, just whenever you want to do a, a pod or wherever we need a guest, we're going to reach out. Oh, for Hell sure. Yeah. Please, man. I enjoy this. I enjoy talking, like, as a collective about different topics. Yeah. Man, it's funny because, like, when the cameras start rolling, you just, like, like I, I always notice people get all, like, you know, like, And once you just forget about that shit, it's like, you just chopping it up with the homies, bro. Yeah, it's like, that's yeah. all it is. Yeah. Hey, it's different when you got, like, a camera on something, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And a microphone. It, it just feel like, <laughs> oh, damn, everything I say can and will be used against me <laughs> in the court of public opinion. <laughs> Facts, though. Like. But nah, man. Yeah, bro, we appreciate you coming through. Uh, where can yeah. the people find you at, man? Um, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Stasio underscore Elazar. Uh, Twitter, uh, like I'm going to be on Twitter. Oh, I, I thought he was about to be like, bro, <laughs> get at me on Twitter. I keep <laughs> saying cracking on Twitter. I mean, I currently have zero. Oh, that's not good to say. <laughs> 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 but I just created it, so <laughs> <laughs> I currently have zero followers. <laughs> so sh- whoever's my first follower get a free T-shirt. <laughs> Hey, it's promo, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Comedy, man. And 
And um, uh, on YouTube, man, look up my new single that just dropped uh, this past month, Hesitate. Uh, Stasio Elazar, artist name, uh, song Hesitate. You know, and I have a couple other videos. That's a so. snippet we had at the beginning. Hell yes, yeah, sir. man. Hell yeah. Definitely, definitely a classic, bro. Like, you know what I mean? A lot of relatables and that and all that. But yeah, man, thanks again for tuning in, y'all. It's your boy Ronnie. And I'm Marley, the other side of the coin. We out. Yay. Solid. Send me out, send me out, send me out, whoa. Send me out, send me out, send me out, hey. Send me out, send me out, send me out, whoa. I'm gonna meditate today. Send me out, send me out, send me out, whoa. Send me out, send me out, send me out, hey. Send me out, send me out, send me out, whoa.